0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network
1: there we are let's try again shall we Hello and welcome back to the Big Strong Leicester boys podcast so yeah welcome back pleased to have your company once again and uh, yeah we're once again very happy for this episode of the podcast what nine games in and we're sitting pretty at the top of the championship a little bit clear now of second and and a nice gap opening up between ourselves and fourth place. And um, yeah, we're so we're happy. And um, I'm doing this introduction for for the second time. By the way, I'm trying to remember it word for word because I, I did it and said hello to all the boys and realised I hadn't pressed record. Um, it has recorded this time. So Jack, I'm going to ask you the exact same question I, I put to you nice. an entire two minutes ago. How are you? Uh, you? You said you were a little bit tired because you did the marathon this weekend. I'm,
0: I'm even more tired now I've had to do this a second time. Yeah. Was that a better
1: first or second time? <laughs> uh, I,
0: I, I, think you, I think you've warmed up a little bit. But yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm a bit tired and uh, obviously didn't see the game because I was running. So I might not be able to offer a huge amount in terms of football analysis this evening. But Rick and George have both seen the game, so they, they can walk us through it. Mm. Yes.
1: So, uh, OK, then we'll we'll come to George. Um, are you OK, mate? How are you? I'm I'm probably slightly
2: fresher than you two, Um, Mm. but yeah, I'm very well. Thanks, mate, and congratulations on a. I think I think I read the other day that under one percent of the world's population has run a marathon, and three of us have done it in the last two weeks. So, when they when
1: they when they say that, do I have to have ran the whole way?
2: Well,
1: you can beat it. That's enough, isn't it? I mean? <laughs> I mean, Jack ran the whole way. I didn't. So, I mean, thank you for the congratulations. Yeah, and, but uh, it was, Jake, it was you look experience.
0: sensational in all the photos, despite not <laughs> <Yes>. running. So, <laughs> but, joke's but this, on me, really, isn't it?
1: But this is the funny thing, because we were running, right? And um, obviously, you, you pay beforehand if you want for the photographs. And um, so, I did it because there was a deal. It was cheaper. And we're about, I can't remember how many kilometers in. I said to Jack, have you seen any, any photographers yet? Because, you know, it's really busy. it's like, no. But there seemed to be a lot more photographers on the second half of the race when I was walking <laughs> than in the first half. But so the pictures I've shared, like, it's the, 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 the funny one is that, yeah, I look good, but equally at that point I'm supposed to be running and I'm not. Like, that's not at the end of the race, or at the start of the race. That's during the race and I'm posing because i'm walking so so yeah but, i would much rather jack have done your time and ran the whole way than got a couple but, of nice pictures for instagram when i should have well been yeah
0: <laughs> but you you also put a photo up that's not of you it's just a nice picture of cologne that you didn't take
1: i, I haven't claimed that to be mine <laughs> What the 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 area the the beard Cologne, one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I didn't think people would thought think that was me that took that. to be <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> But anyway, I mean, legs, you you fine. You, you're you're a little bit like tired and sort of run down, whereas I'm hobbling around with sore of, hips and knees like a, an old man just making noises.
0: Yeah, I can, I can walk. I had a hot bath today, not a cold bath actually, Um but I did that because I think I've got a cold now. So, which may be why I sound slightly bunged up, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. my legs are all right actually. I mean, I don't think I'll be running again for a, a fair bit of time, but um, I, I've been able to walk around. Stairs are not very good. No, um, I, I, it's a good job the my banister's quite firm. <laughs> a bit dodgy, doesn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, I've I've been leaning on that heavily getting downstairs. So,
1: mm. um, Rick, did you watch the game on Sunday? <laughs> Please say you
3: did I, I did Yeah I did boys you, you can be Rest assured I won't be doing a marathon So You know I'm in the 99% percent and proud to be in it <laughs> You weirdos <laughs> No you... Well Well done boys It's a massive achievement I'm proud of you all And to do um, it On foreign shores as well Without the comforts of You know Beans and little sausages Before and after Is uh, Yeah Even more impressive
2: Rick, it's funny you should say that because I, I had a nightmare getting there and back. But I did say the one thing I cannot wait to go into is beans on toast and a cup of <laughs> tea. Well, I think you yeah, yeah. do a marathon 26 pints. Me.
3: 26.2 pints. But yeah, I'm one of the most disgraceful drinkers on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> 2.6 pints, more like. Um, I did watch the game. Um you will come on to. I'm still mulling over whether we actually were any good or not. For large patches of it, we weren't. But I, I also think teams now are having to play so well against us, give everything they've got, and yet we'll just hit them on the counter now. I feel like we're slowly turning from... We are still a possession-based team, but we're now devastating on the counter. Uh, and I think teams are starting to lose their discipline against us. Uh, which is what we want to see because the low block and digging in's is frustrating, isn't it? But the longer it goes on, if they if they take their eye off it, we'll we'll rip them apart. And you know, in the end, the scoreline made it very comfortable, which it perhaps wasn't. But uh, yeah, roll on. Um, and yeah, um, what about just one further question about <laughs> Cologne? Yes. I saw a, saw a picture do the rounds of um, a, a, an establishment. That, uh at a sign with very red lights and look like, a bit like a boudoir um anything to say on that jake <laughs>
1: um yes yes I'm um, sure um your face laughing away no so context i didn't have the greatest of preparations for the marathon um which i'm in no way blaming for um my performance on the day but um somehow i managed to to book myself into a hotel, different to Jack's. because I thought um, the one that, that Jack and his wife was in, it was quite expensive. So I thought, you know, I'll, I'll put myself in a different one. And you know, I, I, Jordan, as you know, when we go away, I like to do that, put myself in a different hotel. I like my own space. Um, but for some strange reason, and this is genuine, I didn't check like the name of the hotel. And I know that sounds really weird to say now. All I did is I checked the location. I wanted to be within walking distance of the start line and it to be a decent price tick tick booked it rocked up and my hotel was called goldfingers <laughs> 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 oh dear um I'm trying to explain was there any finger fingering um, <laughs> uh, no no not of, of any kind of any sort rick not at all, but obviously I arrived in the afternoon, and at this point I just thought I'd. I'd well, I can then gone through my emails. I can see that Goldfinger is described as a party hotel. I was thinking, <laughs> fuck, what have I done? And the whole street I'm on is just full of bars. Um So I go in. Obviously, I voice note Jack immediately to tell him what I've done. Look out my window, and there's a giant Goldfinger sign. I realise I've I've let myself, well. Not sure what I've let myself in for at this point, but it's it's not going to be good. So anyway, I go for a drink with Jack. Um, and then the, by this point, it's obviously getting a little bit later. Walk back to the hotel, if that's what you want to call it. And things were starting to get lively At this point, downstairs at Goldfinger, there was now a, a red carpet going to the, the doorway with a couple of big security guys and some some rope. And it was a nightclub, Is, is Goldfinger. And uh, my room was above... Said nightclub, and the window out overlooking arguably the busiest street in Cologne on a Friday evening. So I got the grand total of about two hours sleep the night before a marathon, and uh, and yeah, that was that was <laughs> Goldfinger's. Oh, superb, mm, not my my smartest decision. And yeah, so once I went to then go back to the room after seeing Jack. As I walk in, because so it was like a a hotel kind of, I don't know. There was it was a, a shared thing. Sound like, like
0: yeah, a hotel? No, hotel. I'm
1: I'm 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 quite clearly using the term hotel very lightly. But <laughs> there was like three <laughs> rooms within this apartment. I walk in, and then there's these three girls in this apartment, and they're all drinking, music blaring out, and obviously, they see me as I walk in, and they ask me if I want to join them for a drink. I'm like so well, obstinate no I'm I'm not going to you no know, do the marathon tomorrow and all that but um but yeah I literally am not until every bar closed down whatever street that was on did I did I sleep so so yeah goldfinger if if anybody wants to have a night out in Cologne, <laughs> I recommend highly that street if you're running a marathon and you want a good night's sleep beforehand not goldfinger
3: yeah jacks yeah.
1: Mm, yes i mean jack had a swimming pool and a spa and everything i think i should have just paid the money (laughs) and put myself in a proper hotel instead of what sounded like a brothel but i cannot stress enough it was not a brothel it was just not quite a hotel but anyway yeah so that was part of my weekend um sunday night was fine slept wonderfully although i do have a couple of um bites on my arm oh dear Um, what happened well, suspicious-looking ones, like yeah. the kind of thing you'd get off a mattress you shouldn't have trusted. Oh no, um, maybe I don't know. So anyway, um, right. any well, more questions just, about Goldfinger?
0: Not about Goldfinger, but uh, I want to say thank you to Rick for sending me voice notes whilst I was running the marathon because he, yes. he was keeping me going because I kept well, I kept voice noting to ask what the score was. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't actually tell me what the score was, but just came back with nonsense that kept me going.
1: I I did video call the group at about 14k, and and neither of you answered. And I said, "Yeah,
3: I told you, I told you to ring me back, and you didn't." I did get a bit concerned about you, Jake, because Jack was obviously messaging, and then a bit later on, I was like, "I've not seen any (laughs) message from Jake in hours," and even at the end. I think there must have been a couple that I must have missed because obviously the game would, um, was still on or uh, towards the end, and I was like, oh, Jay, "Oh, Jake's all right." And Jack hadn't made reference to you either, and I, well, I, I wasn't I concerned, he was.
0: but he, no. he was lay, laying down on
3: the <laughs> finish line. He was back I up know? the I Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, no I, I obviously I was a little bit behind Jack, but when I got to the the finish, um there's obviously a lovely red carpet, and I was flat out laid on my back not the only one a few people were obviously doing it and then we'll be asked to move by the not security but you know what i mean the, the the stewards or whatever at the end obviously in german i'm trying to explain to them i can't you know I'm, i am I, I am honestly in agony I, I, I think i just about managed to gesticulate that i will move but he's gonna have to help me up and, and move me basically um so yeah i did a lot of that and it took quite a while to then get to where jack was after repeatedly sitting down um, walking about two yards and then sitting back down again. So, yeah, no, I was just quite a long way behind Jack and clearly suffered a lot more than him. Um, so, yeah, but I was okay, but thanks for the concern. <laughs> but I didn't listen to any of the voice <laughs> notes. I was, I was, honestly... Didn't need it, did um, you? You just powered no, on. Do you know what I was, Richard, you know what I was doing from from about from 30, 30 kilometres when I was on my own? I was listening to the Serial Killer podcast. Um Gosh.
3: Fair play to you, mate. I just
1: thought I listened to a podcast and and that's what I was doing. All about some Canadian serial killer. So um, you know, that's what that's what got me through it.
3: Sort of. (laughs) Looking for a bit of inspiration for ours. We're gonna have a little serial killer corner where we talk about our favorite psychopath. Oh yeah, yeah. There's, I mean,
1: yeah, maybe, maybe another time. Right, let's actually talk about football, not about our marathon and our weekend. Um, so again, similarly to Jack, um, not able to to watch the game, but I've obviously seen extended highlights. Um, I mean, I was very much in, impressed with with what I saw, and I know that lots of people have said, yeah, maybe you weren't that good, and the scoreline makes it look a lot lot better. But the quality of the goals, um, were just outstanding. I think we we've, we've mentioned before that you know you can you can be like that as long as you're solid. Um, because you're, you've got those moments of quality, which will continually see you score goals. And the quality of Vardy's goal, outstanding. Same with Dewsbury Hall, um, Voutfes, very very good. Um, and of course, then, then the penalty. I mean, Hermanson with their goal, it's let's be honest, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a shocker to be honest from him, which he needs to learn from. You know, you can play this high risk strategy, but you just kind of need to dial it down a little bit. Um, but we got away with it, and obviously very very comfortable. Preston losing badly at the weekend. They of course now play us. And then I think their game after that is Ipswich as well. So a, a real tough run for them. I think the, the league table will start to to form shape. And I'm and I'm very, very confident that Leicester aren't going to move outside that that top two. Um what did we think of of um Wilfred Indeedy? Because he was man of the match, Jordan. And um I feel like, well, obviously it's absolutely nothing to do with the fact that I, I slagged him off. I don't say slagged him off. I just said I just didn't see him as a attacking advanced midfielder. I just thought I said that he was the sticking out like a sore thumb in the system. That's what I said. But since then, like in an attacking sense, Jordy's been absolutely brilliant. And again, everything kind of that I saw from the highlights, he was involved in, like in an attacking sense. Really good again. Yeah, I am
2: still not entirely convinced in in of of Wilf in that role but one thing I would say is looking at Cascadia's latest um couple of games I, I don't really feel like we've got much alternative. Eunice looks like he's going to be a promising player but I mean if they played to and did he he's still learning a different role from what he's used to playing. And, and his pass for Vardy's goal was exceptional. Um that said the finish was with the touch and the finish was even better. It made it look like a better pass than it was, if that makes sense, because we scored. Um there was one time, maybe left in the second half, he broke through into the, the penalty box. He did two stepovers, and I think he trod on the ball. <laughs> and I thought he's getting a bit carried away with himself now. Um, but yeah, a fair play to. Him. I mean, I still don't think he's he's the answer in, in that position, but that said, the level we're playing at him alongside Jewsbury hall who's been magnificent recently uh, and winks is good enough to hold on his own um it kind of i guess gives him a bit more freedom and he, he's definitely got the the legs and the energy to get up and down in in both boxes um i know enzo kind of plays two eights as they say these days rather than a 10 um and, and i think yeah indeed kdh and winks is the three um Cassaday's contribution from a starting role has been pretty disappointing although I think he just needs to get used to the speed of the game because he's been used mainly as a substitute so far and Eunice looks promising um, so maybe he'll he'll find himself playing down the middle rather than out wide although now is injured we may see Eunice play out wide again but as I say fair play to Wilf like he's learning on the job what is it nine league games and a um, Three League Cup games, so he's still he's still kind of new to the role, and he's he's
1: not done himself any harm, put it that way. Mm. I mean, I, it always helps when you're winning games of, of football in terms of the enjoyment factor, Rick. But one thing I've I've noticed is with Wilf, the enjoyment's back. We've seen the videos and his goofy laugh in in the background. We've seen Kelechi, who we know those two are as, as thick as thieves, like quite literally. Him now with this this dance celebration. Um, and I just feel that those two, they're kind of, they're vibes, aren't they? They're, they're, they're just, the, the people who, when they're happy, everyone kind of feeds off that energy. And yeah. last year, that kind of wasn't there, was it? Which is kind of an indication that the, the, the camp wasn't happy. I mean, maybe I'm just reading kind of too much into it. But I look at those two and it looks like the same energy as from a couple of years ago. And for me, that indicates that the, the team is a lot happier. I mean, I mean do, you're do right.
3: You yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I said it last week that those two were, those two, I didn't, I think you asked me whether I believed that Ndidi and Ian Accio, um never wanted to leave. And I said with those two, I'm actually not sure that they do. They just seem happy to just piss about down yeah. the training ground and yeah. you know last season they were probably still doing that but you know in that environment you'd actually question why they're doing it and weren't getting the heads down but they do look like they're enjoying it and he especially um George, George sort of right in what he's saying there I, I think since the international break since they've come back and Diddy's been exceptional whether you know that role that he's in long term whether he can get better and better and play that consistently certainly in the Premier League not sure but right now drop down in class he's more than capable of you know goals and assists but it's, it's probably more than that for the system he's winning the ball high up the pitch you know he's he's an elite ball winner two three four years ago there was no one better bar Kante and I think even then he perhaps um Kante's game had moved on a little bit and Wilf was just a destroyer winning it he's doing that again Less so, but he's doing it further up the pitch, which is such uh, an asset We, you know, we we press in, we don't, we don't bombard the press, but we do it in phases. And if you've got someone like that being able to win the ball high up, you know, his energy levels are, are fantastic, which for someone who's suffered with injuries on and off for the last two, three years, it's good to see so. Um, I thought he was man of the match yesterday. I didn't see the Bristol City game. Jack said last weekend did he was brilliant then as well. So, he's in a rich vein of form. And, yeah, cassidy obviously struggled in the few starts. I, I thought he came on, on yesterday. Okay, again, we won 4-1. You, you go through like, oh, he, he did well. He did well when he came on. Cassidy he, he looked like he did come in and he was a bit more, you know, zipping about the place, won the ball a bit. So, Hopefully, we can continue to play well, and Castore can come in and at least start to contribute a bit, like Unis has done. Because he he started against Hull, looked quite mediocre, and that was probably being kind to him. And then since then, he's actually started to quietly go about his business, and two goal, two assists in these last two games. That weighted pass to Jewsbury Hall was was magnificent. So, yeah, I, it's all good at the minute. Um, but I'm I'm glad that the characters are enjoying themselves and trying to to sort of get everyone on board um so yeah mm.
1: so um obviously um you were keeping jack up to date with the, the score as as we were running and it was the first thing I did once I had the energy to lift my phone out of my my little pouch whatever you, you run with to check the score and then message jack and said have you seen the leicester score yet yeah. uh, you'll be pleased to know as well lad Do you know when you run through tunnels and it echoes everything um when I was running through the tunnels I was shouting Leicester." um during the marathon (laughs) (laughs) not for the second half but the first half I did um but Jack um when I saw the 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 starting lineup and I thought first was I I really really liked the look of that that team and then also the bench I just it's the first time I really looked at the team and and the and the bench and thought wow in terms of like the the level of of quality and the depth that we've we've got in that team and I always thought, I always said that we, we wouldn't solve the problems at the top of the club. But in terms of playing personnel, we just have far too much this year and we would get promoted and, and relatively comfortably so. And I'm still absolutely of that that way of thinking. Um, but so much is made of the, the Moresca possession style of football. But to me, it seems like we're at our best when we're on the counter. It, it and it wasn't just the, the Blackburn game, there's been numerous examples of it. That, that actually, this can maybe going under the radar a little bit. That we're being billed as a possession-style team, but but actually, we, we, we're we're still at our best. If you kind of go back all those years when we were winning things, we were a counter-attacking team, and we we, we appear to be um, re-finding elements of of that again.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's interesting what you say. I think um I think I've said previously. I just like the way that we. We don't really have one way of playing. I know there's this sort of, we play out from the back, but we don't always play out from the back. If we can break quickly, we will break quickly. Um, And yeah, a lot of it's based around possession, but we're tiring teams out massively when we're doing that, which creates a space later in the games. It's still not a coincidence for me that we, we score late on in games because teams are knackered. And I think the other bit as well that I think you touched on there, I mean... Yes, it's a different level to the Premier League, but I think the drop-off from, you know, like the likes of, we take Fatou off, fatu off, and um, bring McAteer on, and then you bring Unis on, I don't think there's a huge drop-off in terms of quality there. And, you know, even, we haven't even mentioned Dennis Pratt, who's out for ages, but I think, you know, he's another player that can come back in. We've got Cannon as well. Like, the, the strength in depth of the squad actually is... It's pretty amazing at this level. I don't, you know, there there aren't that many players that I would say are would be standout at Premier League levels, but there's a lot of players that wouldn't wouldn't be too far off. Which I think doesn't really get in the conversation when people talk about the quality of our squad. I think there's just a lot of very good players, and I think I think that's knackering teams out, and then we're scoring late on. I mean, I uh, the other player as well. When you said you saw the starting lineup and uh, and thought it looked really strong, I mean. Vestergaard again sounds like he had another very good game and it's i mean it's a shame i'm actually disappointed he can't play on wednesday night now although we've mm. got cody to come in who yeah. you know everyone thought would be starting and captain so again it shows it shows the quality we've got um so so yeah i i agree with you i i i love the way we just we we just mix it up we'll, we'll go long if we need to, and if there's space, it's all about just finding space on the pitch. It's not necessarily about playing it short the whole time. If there's space, they'll go and attack it.
1: Mm. And so there will have to be another rejig, not just because the games are coming thick and fast, which they are, you know, midweek games at the moment coming. Um, But as we mentioned last week, as people will know, the, the Callum Doyle injury, now an update on that one. Am I right in saying it's going to be about three months, Um, Callum, which in some ways is actually not the worst news because it, you know, when you're talk about knee and bad injuries, you, 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 fear it's ACL. it's out for the season. So anyway, Callum's out for a little while, um, mentioned now Vestergaard with that suspension. And then Casey McAteer putting up with, with a hamstring injury, which again, we, we don't know the diagnosis, but you'd think at least a month, potentially more. Um, but we are fortunate that we have got those, those changes in there. I mean, Jordan on, on Vestergaard, it is an interesting one. I'm pretty sure I read a stat early on today that he made the most passes, um, in the game against Blackburn than, than anyone in any single game this season in the championship. Um, now, I know that doesn't always mean the most. I think I saw a stat last season that Danny DeMarti was up there in terms of um, passes, but it was just because he was passing it backwards and forwards to whoever he was playing centre-half with last season. Um, but Yannick has been solid. Um, and for me, he's been getting better with each game. I, mean, I wasn't sure still at the start, but he appears to now be growing in confidence in the people around him appeared to be um, kind of getting confidence within him. But I do just wonder, because he's in a bit of a sticky spot here, because um, he is now going to lose his place on for midweek against Preston with Connor Cody coming back in. And then you can't help but feel that Connor Cody will, will keep his place in that side, because so I think he is the, the long-term guy who's been in as the captain. And you would imagine, Jordan, that through no fault of his own, Yannick may lose his place in, in the team, which feels a really strange thing to say. Um, but those were the words that came out of my mouth.
2: <laughs> yeah, I actually thought Vestergaard was our best player yesterday. Um, it, his main weakness is the ball over the top or in behind the fullbacks. And when he turns, he can't turn, he's too slow. No. <laughs> so, but I think Enzo's done really well to combat that because it felt like at the start of the season, we were almost going man for man with Fez and Vestergaard against Norwich uh, and Blackburn, the last two away games, and you know obviously Liverpool as well, but you're going to do that anyway. We seem to be defending deeper as a, as a unit, and the fashionable term is low block these days, but we've got more bodies behind the ball and a deeper line, which kind of prevents Vestergaard from getting turned. Um, I, he's still not won me over, mainly because of the things that he said about the football club and and the sort of delusions he has about what level he can play at. I think this is about his level to be honest. Um but there were times on Sunday where he he bizarrely from Blackburn, he just stood on the ball and was just stood still for quite a period of time and more than once. And due to the way we play, you're gonna have to press him. You, you, you have to. We were winning. And they would they were their fans were actually booing Blackburn for just sitting off. Once they started pressing, we could just play it round them. And like Jack says, uh, and Rick said, you know, we look lethal on the counter-attack and, and that's why there's no coincidence with scoring goals. So five bookings, I mean, it's a lot at this stage of the season. Uh, I think Winks is on four, so he's going he's gonna to get another one soon. But I, I like I say, I, I've struggled to be won over by Vestergaard. He, he's played well, but it's not like, earth-shattering performances at this level. He's just been fairly solid. And I, I feel like the reaction is because it's Vestergaard. You know, if Fez was playing like Vestergaard had, there wouldn't be a great surprise because Fez is mm. a, a better player. Um, and, and to be honest, Fez looks like he's in second gear. I don't think I've, I've seen him sprint in this league. Um, so, yeah, Cody's going to come in and I fully expect Cody will do the same. Um and I think Cody probably will bring more to the, the table. But it'll be interesting to see what Enzo does because Vestergaard has been very good this season. Um, And whether he thinks that Cody is an improvement or whether he goes straight back to Vestergaard. But like you were just alluding to, the strength in depth at this level is obscene. And I've seen teams moaning about it, but we shouldn't fucking be in this league, to be honest. We were in Europe the year before. So, um you know, like you say, Doyle's out for three months. We're bringing in James Justin, who wasn't long ago. He was playing for England at mm. the City level. So the strength in depth is obscene, but it, it should well be.
1: Yeah, um a little bit worried about James Justin um, with these games coming thick and fast and having no real kind of alternative in those those fallback positions. It'll be interesting to see if, if Enzo fully trusts um, Justin's body to, to keep on going, or if there's a a plan in place, but but we'll see. But yeah, Jordan, I agree. You know, with you on on Yannick, that um, I do struggle to to get too excited and not excited, um, but too kind of full of praise for the guy. Yes, he is playing well. Yes, he's doing a good job. Yes, he appears to be happy, and the players seem okay with him very much being in that team. So so that's fine. Do you know what I mean? I'm not gonna, I'm not ever gonna boo the guy. I'm not gonna kind of go over the top. But yeah, I, I would still. Um, lose no sleep whatsoever if he was to lose his place or to leave the football club because of, you know, the the preceding years that we've we've had from him. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think it is an interesting one. Um, Rick, I wanted to talk more about, unless you want to add something on, on Yannick Vestergaard, but, but but Jamie Vardy, but is there something you want to add on Yannick? Uh,
3: yeah, I'm probably going to be a bit hypocritical considering how much you'll vilify the player. I think you're both downplaying how well he's done for us in, in the... I mean, we don't know because we don't know if another defender would have slotted in if there would have been any difference in um, in the results. But I think he's been unbelievable in recent games. Again, since the international break, I feel like collectively as a team, we've mm-hmm. played a lot stronger opposition or, or on paper they look stronger and well, we've I blown say, most of I them away. Was, I
1: thought he was man of the match in the Southampton game. I said if it wasn't yeah. for for, for Mabedidi, I, I did. I thought he was yeah. outstanding
3: in that game. Yeah, I did. Um, so, uh, no, mate, I, I think what will come, what will become clear is if he does drop out, which he obviously will do on Wednesday, but let's say he drops out for a few games because naturally Cody is, you know, supposed to be captain in waiting. If he does drop out and we suffer more so, then we can probably say, well, actually, he, you know, he's done a lot better than we're perhaps giving him credit for. And then moresk has got a, a problem. It, it's hard to know just how good he's been because somebody else could slot in and collectively the team's just so strong. But yeah, I mean, give credit where credit's due. I think he's done well. I didn't expect it from him. I really thought that he was going to be, you know, pound for pound, one of the worst signings we've made. It is a drop down in class, but you can only play and beat what's in front of you. And he's comfortably playing well. You know, he is good on the ball. Um, I don't think I gave it credit enough for how much he, how good he was on the ball, but he does punch that ball through the lines quite well, whether that's into Winks who turns or even past that. So right now I loathe to change anything. You know, I'm as positive as I've probably ever been as a Leicester fan, which is nosebleed territory, and I'm, you know, probably perversely want something unsavoury to happen so I can get back to me bread and butter. But um, no, I, you know, I don't know. I'm a bit, I, 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 can't keep sort of dismissing him. If you know what I mean, I would just call it as I see it. He's doing well. If we can get a year out of him where he does that and gets us back up, and we shake hands, and he goes back to, the, you know, the level he thinks he's going to be at up, you know, whatever. But, yeah, on to Vardy, st- stonking finish. As George said, you know, th- that was a great pass from Ndidi. That's the sort of ball you want in. First time, no messing, and then see what happens. It it required a very good first touch onto his left foot and bang. But he's in fine fettle, isn't he? He has these little spells, and he has done for years, and I just hope now that Mareska finds that balance between rotating him but also keep getting him whilst he's in this rich vein of form because he could easily score, you know, six, seven, eight goals on the spin now. Um, just keep at it and keep, keep him because, you know, he's always got an injury in him in his latter years. And, um, yeah, he's just brilliant. And like we said last week where we got all a bit emotional, it is such a privilege to watch any renaissance from him because... Is the best player we'll ever see? Um, whether that's technically the story, the achievements, it's just everything. And oh, it's yeah, we we deserve this after last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we? it was never, it, you know, on paper, doing what we're doing should be happening. As George says, we shouldn't be at, at this level. But I wouldn't have been surprised if we didn't apply ourselves well this season, and we would have been a car crash. So hats off to everyone involved in the club at the minute, because whatever they're doing, they've realised the gravity of the situation and they're all pulling together and the quality is telling. But, um, yeah, let's just keep at it and be relentless because, you know, this league is ridiculous. You only have to look at some of the scores and, you know, Leeds supposedly being back and the best team in the league or whatever, and they've been embarrassed again. So we've got to make sure that's not us.
1: Mm. it's funny though no Rick because last season when it wasn't going obviously particularly well when you're getting ready to do each podcast and thinking oh here we go again what we you know how are we going to dress this one up and you know make some kind of light out of you know shit situation and you know the first question always to you was was how are you and you'd read yeah. off all the things that were wrong with you um it's, it's it's a bit weird isn't it you know nine games in and saying oh we, we won again and again and trying to find well, yeah. something to talk about, but it's it, it's actually quite a weird feeling. A nice one, though, but
3: peculiar. Well, yeah, and in all seriousness, have any of us four had IBS recently? I know George had the shits the other week, but I think that was no, an must, illness.
2: Mine's been <laughs> terrible, mate.
3: Oh, <It's> <laughs> I see. I don't know. Maybe I'm just... Maybe the football's um, good fortune for me at the minute, but, oh, yeah, I've I'm, I'm, I'm had my first solid poo since I've been about seven in the last few weeks, so... <laughs>
1: Lovely. <laughs> um, I thought I mean uh, this is always the awkward thing where I have to then move on the conversation from Rick talking about his shits. Um, Jack, um, let's talk about Jamie Vardy because we actually did have this conversation. We can basically have the same one as what we had um, over dinner the other night and talking about him him scoring these goals and you know trigger warning. Um, kind of that tearful conversation about Vardy. No, because people said the same thing last week. So I weren't ready for that, to to hear that about Vardy. Um, But look, you know, it is a similar thing. I I do want to say again that, you know, you see the goal, which is outstanding. It is. And you you can't kind of um, highlight enough the quality involved in the touch and the finish. And then obviously it's right in front of the, the Blackburn fans, a slightly different celebration this time around. I, I, I don't quite fully un- understand the, the call me celebration, but I love it nevertheless because it, it rattled them. Um, but we'll say it, it just feels like this is a guy who is celebrating every goal now more than he's ever celebrated any goal beforehand. And he celebrated them pretty well before. But now he's just ramping it up a notch, and you know, we'll say and, and I agree. I think, I think, irrespective of what happens this year, this will be his last season.
0: It it does feel like it, doesn't it? Um, which which is a bit sad, but you know, if the season goes the way we want it to go, then that'll be uh, you know a, a really good way to to bow out. Um, it's just so enjoyable seeing him strut round and. And score goals like he's scoring goals there's just you know when he when he wasn't scoring goals he just just doesn't have that same sort of energy about him but mm. the the volley that he hits the bar was outrageous yeah, i mean if that, that had gone been. in that would have been sensational um and it's a really good goal on his left foot funny enough that's the sort of goal he used to score for for us sort of i think in when we were back in the championship last time he used to score goals like that um i mean he scored goals like that the whole way he's been here really um but yeah it's just so satisfying he's bowing when he's going off the pitch he's just um it's just tremendous i, I was saying to mom when i was walking back from the marathon like i body is responsible for some of the greatest moments of of my life which is probably not the wisest thing to say to my no. wife at that point. <laughs> she, she did get it eventually when i was, when I was trying to try to summarize it but um but um <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's just phenomenal, isn't it? And just enjoy every moment that that we've where he where he's playing like that. Um, the the celebration is. I thought because isn't that a thing with like away fans that they like? I've seen a video of someone putting their phone number up and being like, "Call me," so they can have a scrap outside. I thought that might have been a reference to that. Um, right, but I I don't know. I, I don't know whether that is a thing or I've just imagined that, but I, I have I have seen people do that, like put their number up so people can call them to then meet outside and have a scrap. I, d- I don't know. I may have just made that
3: one footballer that would genuinely give out their number for a scrap, it would be Vardy, I reckon.
0: We're not condoning violence before the... Before no, anyway. no, no, no. But okay. I'm just saying, he, you know, he, he's...
3: Yeah, I, I I could imagine him doing that and, uh, yeah. <laughs> mm. um, I
1: want to... Talk about the, the rest of the league shortly. Um, we'll and talk about Russell Martin. I mean, it was a master class, obviously. Sexy um, football's back in town at St. Mary's. <laughs> um, and I also want to um, talk about VAR and obviously what's happened no, this, this
0: week. No, don't ruin I mean, it.
1: No, I mean, it's, it's quite funny, actually. I find it quite funny. I'm gonna have to talk about it tonight. Um, when I go back into work, and yeah, the whole Liverpool for raw, I found really quite amusing. Um, is there anything we want to talk about about the, the Blackburn game, or should we play Who Are You and then do some other stuff? I know there's lots to, to pick out in terms of individuals. But...
0: What happened to that goal? Did he get injured?
1: He got injured
2: yeah. when Vardy... I, I was saying, actually, so KDH made a wonderful pass, which will anger Jack. I'm a little, got... I'm a little
0: bit uncomfortable about this all, this bigging up KDH, I'll be honest.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a wonderful pass. Vardy raced through again. Uh, he actually just took a bit of a heavy touch and went wide, but I was saying, Vardy never, ever comes off worse in those situations. Yeah. Amount of, amount he's made of a granite,
0: isn't he? He's yeah. just I mean, made of granite. He, he, somehow, like, I mean, what is he? he
2: he's barely six foot, is he? Five 11, five 11, he's yeah. Yeah, yeah, 5'11". Yeah. I, mean, I, think, I think that's what his Wikipedia says. I mean, I know he's got like, a, you'd say he's got a low centre of gravity, but the amount of times you see him barge players off the ball and fly into tackles. And, and there was one a couple of years ago that I remember. And I'm, I'm pretty sure he legged it about 40 yards horizontally to the touchline and he flew in and just blocked a, a clip up the line from a fullback and it went out for a throw in and everyone in the ground was yeah. very mad. Oh, what game remember was that? Yeah. I remember remember I just, it. You think that, you don't see that anymore in the game at all. He did one against
0: Wolves and got it wrong and got sent <laughs> off. Yeah. yeah.
1: There, was, there was the one against Swansea with Ashley Williams, do you remember, when he, when he Pushed Mares yeah. and then went, yeah. went and got Ashley Williams back. But no, I know Jordan. I, I do know the one, but I can't remember what it was. But it was. Do, remember the,
0: do you remember the one with De- Diego Costa, where what? like so he flew into a tackle? Costa tries to go at him and realizes Vardy goes back at him, and like yeah. Costa starts running away, being like, "I wasn't expecting that." And he, <laughs> he got. Um, did he get
2: Samir Nasri sent off against Severe? I mean, yes, yeah. so good. I, I um obviously missed last week, and it was quite nice to actually listen to. You guys eulogize about Vardy, um, and I always feel like with players that when they're still playing, you, you you still can't fathom it now. So when he's retired, it might start to sink in. But I I think there's a difference. I think Maris is the best player I've ever seen for Leicester, but Vardy's the greatest. Yeah, and there's just something so satisfying about him. Like he should have got sent off a lot more times for us than he has somehow. Um, but in this day and age, like I know we like we we love Andy King. But Vardy's story is just like no other footballer ever. And for him to stay at the football club, even after, you know, I'm not saying that he's too big, you know, for, to play in the championship, but for him to stay still, and I'd like to think the conversations that were along the lines is, no, I'm going to get you back up. I'd like to think that's what it is. I mean, he, he would have had offers from, you know, Premier League giants like Fulham and Luton um, and he chose to stay. Um, I mean, you know, people say, well, you he turned Arsenal down and he did, you know, we've won the league more easily than Arsenal. We've won the cup more easily than Arsenal. And I know they're, they're flying now, but he won't regret it whatsoever. And yeah, I don't think it'll be until we, um, he retires that we realise. And I'd like to think he's been listening to the pod because he's scored two and come up with two bizarre celebrations recently. Okay. So if he does listen, I'm looking
1: forward to seeing what's next. Yeah. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Um, right. shall I do some, who are you? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it Do it
3: Who is your daddy and what does he do? Who are
2: you? You No, not me, you Yes, I am you Just answer the damn questions Who are you? Wait a minute Who are you?
1: Right then So I am back in charge for this week's Who Are You." Um, oh I was going to say the controversy of last week so just remembered
2: oh, I think it was Jake and yeah. I also
0: think I'd have, I'd have got it because it was a tap <laughs> no
1: you wouldn't have
0: <laughs> I, I don't yeah. think it was controversial I think Jake won as well Oh, okay. I was, just, was annoyed
3: just annoyed about it You the spirit of the
0: game. Mm. Oh, well, Jack to to it. I, I,
3: Rick, Jack is there what? any uh, is there any ground rules you want to lay out before this game just yeah, first you're, time you're banned. All you're, us banned.
0: Us you're banned for prattling
1: about for no 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 so after last week's controversy whether jack you're happy with it or not there was talk on twitter about needing some actual rules in terms of clarification
0: well i've been um, campaigning for this for a very yeah. long time so, so.
1: I, I haven't got the tweets in front
0: of me because it was a little while ago well, an entire week we have buzzers. We should have buzzers and we have to buzz in one guess right. per round.
1: I think the buzz is difficult because we're all obviously somewhere else on different internets and we can't really raise hands. But one suggestion which I saw and I like and is easy to implement is that we're only allowed one guest per clue. So, you know, if I were to say they were, they played this X amount of times for, for this club between those years, you can't bash out four guesses. So as soon as you've done one guess and you're wrong, you're frozen oh, out until oh. so we give
0: another guess. Okay? That's, that's the thing is, I, I, I don't like that. The rules. I don't, know, I don't makeup, that. I like that. I like that a lot. I think, I, I think it's a yes. very good suggestion. Right. No, you're a serial.
3: You, you're a scattergun suggester. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Jordan, Jordan what, what do you think? Is right, that fair,
2: vote? I think it's fair, but also, you know, Rick's a bit of a maverick. You know, someone who's influenced me in that way of thinking, someone who's done that to the system.
3: (laughs) Just all of these, you're just putting constraints in place (laughs) because I keep making a mockery of you. But what happens if, so if I guess and don't get it, yeah. Yeah. What happens, like, what happens if you have a guess, you don't get it. Someone else has a guess, they don't get it. Next clue.
1: Yeah. Next
0: clue then. Yeah, you all
1: basically huh. get one guess per clue. Get,
0: okay. I'm going to go last and wait, mate, you wait 20 minutes for each yeah. clue. That's and going to be you... the longest episode ever. <laughs> and if you've got no guess, then you just move on to the next clue. Yeah. Let's
3: see. We We're, if, it was... if it gets yeah. a bit turgid, if it gets a bit turgid, we'll we'll relinquish <laughs> this nonsense. Nah.
1: Let, let's, no, we won't, let's, we won't
2: so we'll, get we'll, turgid. So who is the first to shout out
1: wins, I think. Mm. So this is the first trial <laughs> then. You can still get the first shout-in. Oh, join the confidence,
0: Jordan. I, I think Jordan's going to get this one.
1: Right. Okay, then.
0: Rick, Rick's oh. lost it. He's gone on the head already. I can tell. He's got a very <laughs> well, furrowed... You brow. know
1: what happens when I get angry? <laughs> yeah, used tos. right. <clears throat> right. I'll be honest. I'm surprised that this player hasn't been on Who Are You before. And I hope I haven't done a um, Tony Warner and recycled.
2: Yeah, um, that's,
0: I think that's a two-game ban if you yeah. do that. I, I was
1: pleased either. to see the chaos last week because I wasn't involved, so it's <laughs> proof it's not just me. Right then, first clue. I was born on the 21st of February, 1991, which makes me 32 years old. George Taft. Incorrect. I'm frozen out now. You are frozen, Jordan, until the next clue, or somebody else gets it right. Rick, Jack, anything, or should I give you next clue? Uh, get next clue. Yeah, next I clue. Played for Leicester City in the year 2017,
0: and it was a loan deal. Can I have a guess, please? Yes. Dragovich.
1: No. Rick, you are allowed to Jordan get. Yeah, Rick, you're allowed to guess.
3: Moller Waig.
1: Oh no, he's got it. <laughs> he's got it, hasn't he. He's yes. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. It was fun, wasn't it? New rules next week. Rich oh, yeah. for the first two rounds. I, I was try- trying to be really vague with the first few, just That's so just it, like. That's just look.
0: That is. Why would you? Why? Why did you say it was on loan? It was too obvious. We didn't loan that what? many players at that time.
1: Well, I had to give something. I can just say you played in 2017. Vindicated.
3: Vindicated. Oh, Dragovic. Well,
0: Drago- Dragovic is 32, before, and we loaned him in
3: 2017. So, decent oh. guess, that to be fair, pal. I thought so you was, got it. It was,
0: it was Dragovic, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry, Rick. <laughs> <It was> Dragovic. <laughs> Jack, you can have half a point because you were technically it could have been Dragovic. No, nah, I think the birth—I think the birth date was probably slightly out, but oh
3: yeah,
0: I gave the birth. Apart from that, it was a bloody good guess.
3: See, really Didn't he score against us? Didn't he score against yeah, for, us when he went to Watford? No, yeah. for Forest was it not for Forest? Forest
0: no, Watford. Yeah. No, it Watford. no, it was Watford. Watford because he, put... he went—he was Udinese. All right, but he did play yeah. for Forest as well. He did play for Forest as well.
2: Did
3: he,
1: he even play for
3: us, though? Did he actually yeah,
1: make an appearance? Yeah, yeah, he played
3: Millwall away in, yeah, that, game that, yeah. Millwall, in that game.
1: Yeah. He got injured in that game, didn't he? Got injured and didn't play again.
3: Yeah. Was that it? And he made one appearance. Yeah,
1: yeah I think so. Fuck yeah, you, yeah. I mean, Literally never heard of him again. Um, and currently, despite the fact he's only 32, he's unattached. So not even last season, the season before last, he was playing for a team called Sarang, who I'd never heard of, Belgium second division. Um and yeah, so he's only 32 and hasn't played any professional football according to Wikipedia for, for two years. But mm. yeah, he did play for Watford. Um and did go to to um to for Forest as well before going back to League 1. Did actually play some football just for whatever reason. Yeah, just one of the most bizarre football spells in my lifetime when he signed for Leicester on deadline day was probably 54th choice defender well that, came in played once was bad got injured and we never saw him again he he
3: was like he was that first window where we really started to get really despondent when it got to deadline day with us i think we've mm-hmm. had a number of them since then you know where he just like, like, is that it you yeah. know we we've then had a number of them since then Ryan, but um, yeah, yeah. right Ryan Bennett. Ryan it? Bennett. Not- Do you remember when we nearly got Chiloba? We were told we were... Rogers had said yeah. we were in for an attacking midfielder for about two <laughs> weeks. We right like, here we go. We got And then, deadline day, we were told it was Chiloba, or however you pronounce yeah. it. Um, Daniel. That the, yeah.
2: that sums up our recruitment in the last few years, that we were going for Champions League football when we signed a player yeah. that Wolves didn't want. Well,
0: we were going to sign that um, the Turkish centre-half whose name is Get Demirel. Like yes, at the start of the window, yes, and then we signed Ryan Bennett at the end of the window.
3: Aside. Yeah, that's, that's some drop off, isn't we it? Could have, wow, we could
0: have, signed, we could have Bowen in that window as well.
1: Mm. Oh, happy memories. So, um, well, I think that trial for the clues um, worked for me, so I think we give it a go. Again. I like I it. Jordan
0: was, the other thing as well, Jordan was about to get it as well, so that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: You know, yeah. uh Jake said it was Rick's turn when technically I was back in the game, so it could have been my
0: turn. Yeah, just, just got to already guess. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, that's.
1: Should <laughs> <Shall> <laughs> we re, should we replay it then?
0: Is that's that what you're disappointing saying? You, Actually, is that? that... No, I'm well, actually because Jordan wasn't yeah. given a fair shot at that. Right. Well, no, what I think I, you need I to think do that's is not fair. I didn't we even realise to... that. That's. That. <laughs> You need to can we write... do it again? But can you do Dragovic and then we'll just cut <laughs> it out and then we'll put it back in?
3: You he still won't write... get
0: it. You need to write a strongly worded letter
1: um, to the PGMOL uh, and ask for the game to be replayed. Um, this is me swiftly moving on um, to just like Liverpool have done. Um, Jordan. So um, it all booted off, didn't it, in the week. Um, Liverpool against Spurs. Liverpool did have a goal incorrectly um, ruled out. And, you know, the, the strange thing or unique thing about this is Liverpool are the first team ever um, to have been hard done by, um, by VAR. So they're now demanding that for the first time ever, they replay a game because they've got a bad decision. Um, it's quite nice, isn't it, in the Championship, not having VAR. And I genuinely mean that. It's great, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I think I said the other week that, you know, I'm I'm going to have to start enjoying it sooner or later. But you know when the ball hits the net it's a goal and that's how it should be and i have been vehemently against var since day one it's shit, and yeah the officials are shit. so is the system and people who are defending it use the argument well it's not the technology it's the people that use it it's both they're both out of their depth and if, if the officials can't make the decision with var then what is the point in it um I mean, if we take that game in isolation, the Curtis Jones decision, I thought, was a red card. Yeah, and, same. And pe- people are saying, oh, I... Because they've appealed didn't... that as well, or, or or they're considering appealing it. People are saying, oh, you know, he, he didn't mean it, and, you know, he went over the ball. Yeah, that's all correct. But he, you can't put six studs in someone's shin like that. I mean, it's, he was lucky he didn't break his leg. So that was a red. Then the, the Jota one, I mean, he's unlucky, but by the letter of the law, it's a booking, the first one. Now, I've heard Liverpool fans are moaning that the lad he fouled was waving an imaginary card, so he should have been sent off for a second booking. I mean, I think you're clutching at straws a little bit there. Um, and the second jar one is a booking. But that offside, right? And I, I agree with you, Jake, that, look, I think the season we missed out in Champions League, I'm pretty sure we had something like five handballs in their box that weren't given on VAR. Um, so they're not the only team to be hard done by. But watching that live, how can I see it sat in my living room? Um, and I mean, there's probably thousands of other people who are watching it in the pub who have had a few beers that can see that split second, that's not offside. You don't need a replay to see that that's not offside. Yeah. And, and the, the, the reason that they've come out with is a farce. And what's more of a farce is that we've got him now. So yes. he's, not, he's not good enough to officiate in the Premier League so we'll fucking give him the championship unless and, and they can deal with
1: him now so the guy who was on VAR for that game is managing our uh, referee in our game Wednesday right
2: yeah which is absolutely criminal he, he shouldn't be he shouldn't be officiating in professional football for a month he should be taken out of the spotlight two game ban um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> hit, hit. Um, so yeah we, we should rightfully enjoy no VAR the way football was intended and look I, I've said all along like I say, I vehemently was a a, a hater of VAR. I can live with, and I dare say Liverpool fans can live with that line for making a mistake, flagging him offside. But there's literally no excuse when you're watching it back to get that wrong. They they haven't got a a get out now for for making bad decisions. So if VAR still doesn't work, then fuck it off because it's no good. And another thing that really annoyed me was Alan Shearer who said on Match of the Day that, well, offside was the only thing that VAR you can't argue with, you can. Because some of the Shit. places they've drawn the lines, it's like an Etch-A-Sketch. It's literally like they're making it up as they go along. Like, oh, shall we award this one? Shall we rule this one out? He's offside because his boots are size nine and a half, but he's onside because his boots are size nine. And they're drawing up on people's toenails and armpits and the handball rule. They haven't got a fucking clue what they're doing with that on VAR. Get rid of it. Just get rid of it. And if not, just keep us in the championship and we'll
1: keep winning it year after year because, yeah, we should rightfully enjoy not having it. Um, Yeah, no, I I hate it. I do. Um, It was interesting as well, Jack, because I was watching the the highlights on on the EFL show and and Southampton's game. And I'm I'm not sure if anyone else noticed it, but Adam Armstrong's first goal, they do the replay. He's offside by, but you're talking millimetres in the sense of if that was VAR, he would have been called offside. But in the moment of that game, Nobody questions it, scores a goal. Nobody talks about it afterwards because he's not massively offside. We're not talking like he's a yard off, you're talking like a shoulder. But that's kind of how football should be. And I just love the fact that those conversations just don't even happen in the championship. No one's looking, no one's drawing the lines across. Um, and yeah, it's just so refreshing. I know that the reality is, is the most likely scenario is we get promoted and VAR still exists next season. Um, but in a lovely world we get promoted and they sack it and, and scrap the whole thing.
0: That'd be good, wouldn't it? Because you're right. No VAR is is phenomenal. And I, I just wanted to say something just on Liverpool specifically, um, that uh, it, it was really funny it happened to them.
3: Yes. They were I, fucking paying the
0: ass last Wednesday. I, I whoever, was, whoever was commentating on that game was unbelievably biased. It did turn out that he was a Liverpool fan, but he could have done a better job hiding it. And... I mean they were a better side than us but the the ref was appalling as well so um so yeah I um it, it's bad VAR is bad it doesn't eliminate any of the controversy from the game which it was designed to do um Brian's gun have actually done a phenomenal uh, that is my favorite twitter account by the way Brian's gun they've done a phenomenal thing on VAR of people just contradicting themselves um I, I, unfortunately I've not been recorded saying stuff on VAR um back when I thought it was a good idea so I can't be contradicted on it but um but yeah it, it was meant to eliminate controversy it can't um people are still making bad decisions so I I don't really see the point of it until you can get some technology that um like can detect whether people are offside I, I don't really see the point in it but um but yeah championship's great without it and and like you say mistakes happen you can forgive someone in the moment for making a you know a a bad mistake you can't really forgive them when they've when they've got time to and they're still making those decisions so yeah suck it off it's way better without it you can actually celebrate a goal which is the best thing in football and you can't do that in the premier league so you have like this celebration and you're like oh i've got to wait and then Mm. and then it goes to the kickoff and then it's like the moment's gone
1: yeah, so I think that happened it, in the in the Villa game of the, the four goals they scored, but I think three of them went to VAR to the point that they're all back in their halves, waiting to go again, but still waiting for the goal to get awarded. I'm thinking, for God's sake, that's like, rubbish. can you not just, see how this is just ruining it for everyone? Like well, you I either mean, think it's a goal or you don't. Just, you know, get on with on, it.
0: On TV it it should be slightly better and there is a way of doing it where you can sort of plug in the audio or whatever, but as a match going fan, it is mm. it just it's so Frap. poor for your experience. Mm. So um, I mean they never make decisions based on match going fans, they just base it on people watching all over the world rather than the ones that go week in, week out. Um so they won't change it. But, um, you know, if they did actually change it, it would be better for a lot of the people going every week and spending their money, which which mm. would be a good thing.
1: Uh, Rick, anything to add on VAR? Yeah.
0: yeah. shit. Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> no, I, it really is. Like it, it shouldn't be this bad. They should have been able to simplify certain rules offside being one of them. Um, you know whether they are whether they all wear goal on technology in their bloody kit. I don't know, or they all take truth serum. So and they're asked whether they're offside or not, and then that that decides it. But it's bullshit. And I just, I mean, we haven't been on the end of a catastrophic decision yet this season. I'm sure we will be, and it will be annoying. I I saw the highlights of the Coff QPR game this weekend. And QPR should have had the most blatant penalty I've ever seen. The goalkeeper wipes out their attacker, and the ref just goes play on. And the the genuine like it is they're they're doing their nut. It's funny, but not funny. But it's honest. You know, it it's not yeah. that wasn't not corruption. It was in the moment. I think the player had stepped across the 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 view of the ref, and he just made the wrong call. But. You know, you can get behind you can get behind that, that sort of injustice as well. Um, you can't with AAR because it's just nonsensical.
2: Well, mm. Brentford should have had a penalty for a similar thing yesterday. Oh. That that's a penalty. It's, and oh, what, yeah. again, what I, get, what I don't get is how can the, the regular match gun fan see that and someone who is paid professionally not see that. I just don't. The the only thing I can say is they've never played the game at any level, even on a knockabout on the park. Mm. And the the thing that really irks me is these offside decisions, or well, you can relate it to any decisions. Look at the players on the pitch who are playing. If the back four stood up with their arm up like Arsenal used to be, appealing for offside. They know he's offside. They think he's offside. Whereas half these goals that get ruled out, like you say, Jake, that, that both sets of players are ready to kick off. They think it's a goal. Mm. Get on with it.
1: They're not yeah. bothered. Yeah, no, it is. Um, It really is. So anyway, we'll see. Um, but Can we all be in agreement that if it was to happen to anyone, we're okay with it happening to Liverpool?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I actually think that, that sort of yeah. makes the, the whole discussion actually pointless because it's yeah. happened to them. So it's quite funny.
3: And <laughs> getting sent off,
0: yeah. Oh, really pissed me off on Wednesday as well. Yeah, I, yeah. I wanted, I wanted Chowdhury, I'd like, I won't I, again, don't condone violence. But if Chowdhury had turned around and battered him, that would have been he's such a prat, yeah. You would have turned yeah. a blind he, eye to it, yeah. And he's not won he that much more as well. So I don't it know why he was it giving is. it the big in,
1: yeah. I know, I know, right? Um, Jack, the top five championship rated players so far this season who did this oh, poll
0: fucking <laughs> hell
1: who all right i'll do it who where was the poll from this
0: is from the second
1: tier oh was it second tier pod yeah, was it, it was. was yeah. it, so was it done on their
0: voting or just um, on their know. opinion well i think the rating
3: some someone else but they
0: but they did they did like a vote on who's the best player in oh, the okay. championship
1: I mean, lads, they did do another clip about Leicester today, and were incredibly complimentary. So, um, you know, whatever be you may have in the bonnet. Oh, they
0: want to be friends now, do they?
1: Let it, let it slide, let it slide. But anyway, um, so the top five players, Jack. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Were Norwich's Gabriel Sara, Sunderland's Jack Clark, Leicester's Kid and Jewsbury Hall, Plymouth's Morgan Whittaker, and who
0: was the other one? I think it was only four. I think it was. Was it four? Right, well, I've remembered all
1: four. So I mean, we can talk about the four. I mean, I I think that Jack Clark's been been brilliant for Sunderland. Um, Morgan Whitaker, very, very good for for Plymouth. Kind of bizarre that Swansea sold him for just a million quid. Um, Gabriel Sara, I think he was on the the WhoScored.com ratings that he's the the highest rated player so far in in the championship. And I think, you no, know,
0: well, you watched watch... a lot of Norwich, you can tell us, can't you?
1: Well, I was going to say, for anyone who watched the Leicester-Norwich game, I'll say it was, it was Norwich's best player. But more so, uh, the conversation around Keirn and Dewsbury Hall. It's, it, it is a, a strange one, because I know that <laughs> Jack isn't his favourite um, player in the world. But he is a player that, at the moment, is incredibly effective in terms of now adding goals and assists to his game. To me, it's only the
0: second game he scored in this season.
1: I think he's got three goals and three assists, or two goals and three assists. Yeah,
0: he's played a couple of good parts. Yeah, yeah, but in,
1: in recent weeks, the, the the numbers and the the uh, the end product is is coming, and his performances have been good. But point being is, is what I'm actually mentioned to you, Jack, last night was that there appears to be, like, if you step outside the Leicester bubble, the fans who watch the Championship or Championship football fans who think that Kieran and Hall is the best thing since, um, you know, sliced bread. Then you got a portion of the Leicester fans who are just not having him for for one reason or another, um, and I said that that actually the reality is, is, as is often the case, it's somewhere in the middle in terms of actually how good he is as a, as a footballer. Um, but, George, what, what have you made of of, of Kieran and kind of where do you you sit in all this? Because, um, I've I've been really impressed with him, and you know, to obviously just to be kind of clear, I always have been a, a supporter and, and fan of of Kieran. Um, but I think he's he's kind of really growing into now a leader and almost like a kind of a linchpin of, of this side. And I think long-term, this season's going to do him so much good.
2: Yeah, I, I'm in your camp. Uh, I feel like Jack's vendetta against Kiernan is similar to mine with uh, Kel. Probably worse. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not sure about that. No,
0: absolutely
1: not. <laughs> it's going to take some doing. Although I did but, see you liked the the Leicester post of the picture of Kel. Cool, a week. Bloody, bloody scored. I like, I like Kel <laughs> as, a, as a man. <laughs> I like him Okay, how but anyway, player. Kinnan, let's leave that um, this week. But
2: yeah, was it nine nine league games, three goals, three assists? Is is pretty decent. And if he c- continues posting those sort of numbers, then he'd probably be well on the way to our Player of the Year, if not the Championship Player of the Year. Um, and you would have thought he would be in the the eleven, um, the EFL eleven by the end of the season. But I, I like him. My only complaint, and the, a couple of times it, it happened to get on um Sunday which I think is really preventing him from kicking on to that next level it's just his decision making sometimes he holds onto the ball for too long takes too many touches and then the attack fizzles out or the, the angle for the pass isn't on um and it's it might be a bit of an odd comparison but the same thing used to drive me mad with Grealish and obviously it was at Villa the whole team was built around him he used to take so many touches and mm-hmm. there was the stat about Grealish getting fouled so much. Well, yeah, because he, he was greedy. And now he's at Man City and he's got a proper coach and actually a squad of players around him. He takes less touches on the ball. Same with England. Um, and he's a much more effective player. And I think that's what Dewsbury Hall really needs. And you, you've seen um, Salampton, Norwich and Blackburn away. He's played two or three wonderful through the uh, eye of a needle passes. And we know he's got that. We know he he can carry the ball 30, 40 yards up the pitch and we know he's got great energy off the ball. And, you know, I think for all his criticisms, if you look at our team last year and Didi in the holding role was way off what he's capable of. Tielemans can't move. And quite amusingly, Aston Villa fans have now found that out. And the less said about Madison's off the ball contributions, the better. And, you know, you can't knock someone like Dewsbury Hall, who's got that physicality, that energy to get up and down off the ball. And like you said, Jake, I think this season's gonna be a blessing in disguise for him because, um, you know, he came through fairly late. He's, I think, he's what six months younger than Yuri. So if you compare what the two have achieved in their career, mm-hmm. he, he has come through late. But mad, academy, academy graduate. Um, you know, and again with Hamza academy graduate come through the, the system and Hamza for all the criticism I've given him previously, I think I've been really impressed with him this season. It's good to have that in the team. It's really important. Um, and I, I think he is going to be well on the way to, to propelling us straight back to the Premier League. And hopefully he takes that confidence into next season, because I think he is a Premier League player and I think he's a top half Premier League player in glimpses, but he's just doing that more regularly And I think Jack doesn't like him because he lives too close to Nottinghamshire.
1: (laughs) There we are. nail on the head, right, Jack? That's it, right?
0: He was was born in Nottingham as well. What, like you? (laughs) Well, yeah, but I mean, Jay, I could not be clearer about my attitude towards that place.
3: I don't don't see how that's
0: an issue. Right, I need to set set the record straight on this because otherwise I'm going to get some abuse from some quarters. (laughs) Uh I, I he's a good player. At this level, he, he he's a very good player. The bit that annoys me, two bits annoy me. One, his first touch sometimes really lets him down. Um and and secondly, I think his consistency. I mean, I know you're talking about his his stats there. I mean, I'll go back to the original point after this as well. Um last couple of he was good against Southampton and he was he was good against um Blackburn. Didn't think he was particularly good against Bristol City. It it was bouncing off him. It wasn't quite happening for him. He, the, the, a lot of our attacks broke down because of him. I, I think it's his consistency. And the bit I the bit I get really frustrated at is the sort of bigging up of him as if he is you know without question far too good for this league. And I'm like I, do, I don't see that. I see a player who's who's decent at this level. I don't think it's obvious. That he is far too good for this league, and some of the narrative around him is like, "Oh, the best player that's ever played in the championship." It's like, "Oh, sorry, like Mara's played at this level for us. Like, it's, it's, he's nowhere near that level." So, do you, do you I think, think that's, that's, that's where I get a bit that? frustrated. Sorry,
2: sorry. Do you do you think that's from our fans? I feel like that's from fans no. Of the and clubs. I think
0: I think this is where this is where we, almost Jake was getting at the narrative outside the club seems to rate him at a far higher level than the people that watch him week in, week out. And I mean, to go back to your original list, I don't I don't think K- uh, Kinn has been our best player this year. I think probably it's, if I was to choose one, I would say Winks just because he's been so consistent and everything goes through him. But he doesn't seem to get any credit whatsoever, Winks. He's never got a man of the match. He's never got anything. And I mean, he's barely given the ball away. So, so yeah, I mean... Uh, just you know, playing up to my role of being perma rattled. I think he's a good player, but I th- I think he's got, I think he's still got a lot a lot to prove. I mean, he's he, he scored on um, it, it was a lovely little finish um, on on Sunday, but um, he, he's still not scored that many goals for us. I think that's now six or seven, and if you think like Mcateer's got five already for us, so um, so he's you know I, I think for an attacking midfielder, he still needs to work on his consistency and i I think yeah the bit i get irritated is the sort of the the narrative that's that's coming from outside the club that he's just this sort of he's going to walk it in the championship and i i currently don't see him walking it um Mm. so yeah but
1: but does he have to be scoring goals to be you know, is that, is that what
0: you're... He has to be controlling the football, Jake, and not, you know, chasing his first touch around. So that that would be something I'd I'd like to okay. see a little bit more but of.
1: But... You get my point, because we are yeah. talking lots about goals and assists. That isn't really for, for... what he would, you know, as Jordan has just pointed out, when he was in the Championship with Luton, he was their best player every single week and one of the best players in the league. I only scored a handful of goals. You know, you can be an outstanding footballer or the best player in a team, but not be the one scoring every week.
0: Well, I, mean, I I think for the position he's playing, he does need. I mean, he should be getting double figures at least this year. I think he will, um, won't he? Well, he, he's going the right way, but I mean, the most he's managed in any season, I think, is three, and he's twenty-five. So he, he's he's got he's got work on that. I mean, it, it's going well, but it, it's it's not done till it's done, is it? I mean, okay. and 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 again, we're saying he was the best player at Luton every week. I, th- I think he won the end of season award, but I'm sure you know if we spoke to Luton fans, there might be a little bit more to it. No, I think... they
1: they they tell you literally the 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 Luton admin renamed the. I've man of the watched Luton Wars. play this
0: season as well. I think they'd be impressed by anything, <laughs> to be honest. But
1: <laughs> they literally renamed the man of the match or the Kid and Dewsbury Hall award. He was man <laughs> match every week, genuinely. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, fine. But anyway, but I... okay, reserving for now, but. He's going in the right direction.
0: He's been better in the last yeah. few weeks. After after the first first game of the season, he was brilliant for about 20 minutes in that game. He was really poor for 70 minutes. I thought he was really quiet for a few games. And then since Southampton, he's been generally better. Yeah. I think.
1: Okay. Um, Rick, anything you'd like to add on on and or do you want to move on subject?
3: On somewhere between the two camps, I do rate him. Um, I think at this level he is very good. I feel like what we've seen from him so far. I almost expect that, or if not a little bit more. I, ex, you know, I do. For for a player who's been billed, he's going to be the best player in the league. Then what the output we've seen so far that you know that that's about par for the course, and I want a bit more. He has been brilliant. You know his metrics, and I know stats are misleading. He is in the top seven percentile in nearly every aspect. So, he's one of those players that's covering a lot of, um, you know, the important parts of being a, a progressive midfielder. Good. Long may that continue. And I think the only thing really, I just, I, he, his attitude, he doesn't seem like he's enjoying himself. Now, he's that, he's I might smarter, be being, he? No, yeah. but he used to. When he first came in the team, he had a bit of a steely determination about him. But he also seemed to, I don't know, I don't know, maybe I'm being really harsh on him in that regard. But if if he thinks that he's above this level or that he's not enjoying himself, you know, each to their own. But right mm. now, you know, I, I like what I'm seeing from him. Um, I think he's been, you know, he's in. he's been one of our best players. He's not been the best. I agree with Jack. Winks has been phenomenal. And, you know, I, I've had to apologise profusely about that because I didn't necessarily get it. At the point when we signed him, but he he is so integral to this uh, to this team and system. Winks probably won't get the plaudits because you know he doesn't score, he doesn't assist. But you know he's such an accomplished player. He'll step back into the Premier League and stay fit, and I think he'll he'll be a, an asset to us. Hopefully, Jews, we Hall will because he has done it in the Premier League and he's looked good. I just I want a bit more from him. I almost just I, I want him to enjoy himself. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm being harsh. It's strange there's something
1: know, not yeah. I've I've seen the, the, the difference in attitude, but the way I've interpreted it is as a um an arrogance, but a good type of arrogance. Well, Healthy arrogance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but generally I feel like people have told him and he's heard the noise saying, Look, you have to step up this year, this is your year, you're too good for this league. Go out and prove it. You know, you're the main man now. Madison's gone, Tielemans has gone. And I feel like he's now playing with that air of Arrogance, but I like, think you're right. Yeah, I've like been a bit cocksure, but for so me, a good, the answer is good type just, of arrogance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you but, should see him
0: at roast dinners, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but, but my my <laughs> walking around reason. with the Yorkshire pudding on his head.
1: <laughs> it's the way who he's does that right now. He's not quite able to back up that level of arrogance in terms of his ability well, just yet. Yeah. But but that's how I'm interpreting the way he's carrying himself on the pitch at the moment.
3: Well, that finish yesterday was arrogance personified. It was unbelievable. Yeah. It was Marez. It,
0: it was good. No, it was good. It was, it was, <laughs> no, it was good, come on. But when I watched it, I was like
3: hey, It was like don't try and explain yourself. Don't don't try and put the record straight, saying that yeah, you rate him and then dismiss that. No, it was no, a finish in it, no, it was a nice um,
0: finish. I didn't I, when you yeah. when you said it was outrageous yeah. to me, I was a bit like I watched it and I thought, Oh, that's all right. Probably should have skipped nah, squared it, nah. shouldn't
3: <laughs> yeah luckily against norwich
0: yeah you did well against norwich He did well against norwich yeah <laughs>
3: yeah all
1: right then um lads any other business stage um anything people want to throw in there and talk about yes of course you have jordan i've got i've got a couple yeah um but wait, we're
2: sticking <laughs> with football i just wanted to ideally <laughs> dispel a myth um from from jake watson <gasps> who what said- i said and I put this. I don't know if you'd have seen it because you were away at the weekend, but Rick would have seen it. I don't read the and messages. <laughs> you you uh, claimed that we, well, we did have a fairly easy start, or so we thought. Oh, okay. obviously, obviously, we've got. No, precedent. I did see
1: this. I just ignored it.
0: Norwich yeah. was one of our easier games in Ironside, wasn't it?
2: Well, Hall fifth, Cardiff sixth, Norwich seventh, yeah, we, Southampton tenth, and Bristol eleventh. We've played all of them. Yeah. Um we've lost one. I, I can't remember what it was. I think I said we played what? 3 of the bottom half and 6 of the top half so far. Mm-hmm. So perhaps yeah. our start hasn't been
1: yeah. as but easy I, as we thought. I did say that before the Southampton and Norwich game and I still do stand mm. by the fact that I think that Rotherham, Huddersfield, Hull, um
0: Cardiff, Hull, and yeah,
1: Hull and yeah. there. Yeah. No, you I, like Hull. no, I may well be wrong about Hull. Well, I mean, I well, I I but Looking at Cardiff, I know where they are at the moment. But I still think that at that point, we played Cardiff, Hull, Rotherham, Huddersfield.
0: I, I think th- Cardiff were all right as well. They've got more individual quality than a lot of sides we've played. Well, maybe, Bow, maybe Bowler and Bramsey at this level.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, if, 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 if we we'll beat see. Fulham,
2: sorry, Fulham. If we beat Preston, Jake, um, mm. we're seven points clear in third. Um, yeah. It what we'll have played 10 games, it's October. I mean, it feels like we are going to cruise it, unless there's some catastrophic injuries. But yeah, I feel,
1: I feel like our start
2: has certainly
1: it? mm. No, it's yeah, I mean, it's certainly got harder, obviously, in, in recent weeks for sure. Um, but yeah, no, it was just an observation at the time. I stand by it. Um, anything else? Anything else you want to get off your chest,
2: Jordan? Well, I, I have got one, but I think Rick had one. And I don't, <laughs> don't want to hog that any other business section. <laughs> it's basically this is literally your, your yeah, yeah, this is your section. Here you division. go. Go, mate. You go first. <laughs> I wonder if it's the same thing, but I, I saw earlier on Twitter, and I, I couldn't believe what I was reading. I'm not a fan, and I couldn't name one song, but less the band Easy Life. Oh, yes, yeah. I did see are being this. sued by Easy Jet, which
1: is just... I thought it's it was April Fool's, but it's October the 2nd. <laughs> Like how how can they get sued for having the word easy in their name? Have they got claims on everything labelled easy? This meant their statement was
2: fantastic, wasn't it? As well, It mm. said in very like less the tongue and cheek humour, and I rated it. But it said something along the lines of "Sorry if you bought one of our
1: gig tickets and ended up on a cheap flight to Tenerife." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So easyjet are suing easy life. So Easy Life may well have to change their name. Apparently, they're saying they're going to have to because they haven't got the financial power to, to fight the case. Absolute madness. Um, but, yeah. Rick,
3: you, mate? <laughs> um, yeah, so you boys may well have seen this, but we've had somebody reach out to us on, on our Twitter <laughs> uh, DMs. Um, oh, yes. They've got a mate. They've got a I mate you. in Algeria. Who's supposedly yep. a cross between Adam Unas and <laughs> Riyad Mahrez, um, and wondering whether we could do anything to get him in at Leicester. And obviously, music to my ears, gonna try <laughs> our utmost to, to get him in touch with the powers that be. But I'm still waiting for the video so we can do the review of him. So as soon as we get it, I think we'll, we'll all, all four of us will. We'll review it and see see what we think. And hopefully we'll sort and <laughs> source a deal um, because, you know, you can never have enough wingers, can you? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and this could be the start for us. If we can get involved in the the player recruitment side of things. Yeah. Um,
0: sense, I, it'll finish us. I
3: think, yeah, I think, no, uh, maybe we'll have a bit of appreciation then for how hard it is instead of me gobbing off at them. But, um, yeah, so buzzing for that. Can't wait. Yeah, so we had
1: a DM from someone, I presume Algerian, said he's got a friend who he thinks could play for Leicester and decided I mean, to reach out to us in our DMs and we allowed Rick to, to, to reply
0: you've, to you've that got some hats. You've got some hats as well on the way, haven't you, Rick?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a Footy Fits. Uh, he's sorting us some Leicester regalia out and we need to wear them on the pod um, and review them. So, yeah, they're on the way, apparently.
0: Okay. be good. Right, we'll Good review, actually, because week. we've all got different sized heads. So, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've got a
1: P head. Remember, it's like a extra medium, large man, small head. And extra
2: and medium, a, a... yes, <laughs> it's my size. <laughs> this has been a bumper episode, but there's another special on Saturday as well.
0: This is yes. what my this is what mine was going to be, but go for it.
2: No the floor is yours mate you know more yeah. than me. No we're you've, we're going we're
0: going we're going to do we're going to record after the game. So uh and we're, we're currently yeah we we've got a venue lined up so we're going to go for beers afterwards and and record it. So you'll hear the crackling of populoms in the background <laughs> hopefully <laughs> and a few cobras. Um Rick's currently a bit challenged to get there so we might have to um might have to sort of phone in do a takeaway well, Yeah, or I'm
3: like, going to be there I'll be at the game I'm going to be at the game with my son but, it, right yeah, you, but
0: yeah
3: I know it is it is so uh, um but yeah I'll try my best mm. but
1: no it should be good fun though so um yeah look forward to seeing all your lads on on the weekend but of course I've got
0: I've the, the only other thing as well is the because under- oh, yeah, Rick, Rick, <laughs> Rick, you right so the the women's team won and they're top done. of the league. <laughs> Leicester won and we're top uh we're top of the league. I think the under 21s won as well which yep. hasn't happened that that often this season. They beat Fulham at the top of the league which is quite a good result yep. and we always moan about it when they don't win so we should give them some credit. I think the the under 18s drew 3-3 after being three and a Yeah, so
3: just so- yeah. Bring it back, yeah. But uh, yeah, you're right on on the under twenty ones winning good result, and Wanya Marsa got um another goal, and he may well he's come back in back now, Martin.
0: He's going to be back in the squad
3: now. You would have thought. Yeah, yeah. So that's good, all positive.
1: And Jordan, one more. This is
2: a really long any of the business section. It is. I need to. Go probably on should have, I probably should have said this at the start, but I just wanted to say thanks to everyone who donated for the Berlin Marathon the week yes. before. Yeah, well done um, you. I got an email from Just Giving saying I was in the top ten percent of uh, uh, of cha- you know fundraisers in September. I don't know if the bar was particularly high, but it was it was still nice. And it couldn't have been done, you know, it was nothing to do with me. Everyone else donated, so thanks a lot. In those hard miles, that's what what gets you through. So it goes to a great charity in mind as well, who do some fantastic work. So thanks everyone for doing that.
1: All right, brilliant. Right, dare I ask, is that everything? Are we all done? No, I've got one more actually. Are you taking a piss? I think you are. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Rick. (laughs) Let's leave it there. Extra long episode today. As I said, we're all going to be meeting up this weekend. Hopefully um, see Rick. If not, it'll be the three of us in the Curry House doing a special pod um, after the game against Stoke, isn't it? It is Stoke. Um, But Preston up midweek. Thank you once again for listening. We look forward To hearing, seeing ya, all the above, next week. Have a good one.
0: Network. network.